You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Glad you're with us today. Hey, when I'm out and about traveling, uh, I often get uh, asked a lot of questions about a lot of different things. And uh, one of the common questions I, I'm asked about is uh, cash and cash management. And uh, so the day's topic uh, is just on that, cash management. And, um, you know, just as fuel is to a car, so, so is cash to a business. Without it, uh, business will go nowhere. Without it, you will not arrive to where you want to go and go comfortably, probably. And without it, there's no security in being sure you will arrive at all. Hey, well, I've got uh, Heidi Bird in the studio today. Heidi, what's happening? Hi, Klauser. Uh, thanks for having me back. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, exciting happening in your life? I love it when you ask me that question because there's never anything that's not exciting happening in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Has it always been that way? Or, I mean... Sometimes are more busy than others, but this seems to be a very first uh, first start of the year out with a out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so we uh, got a lot of uh, good feedback in uh, response to our uh, March Madness. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for the input from your basketball experience on that. Absolutely. <laughs> Happy to do so. Mm-hmm. Love my hoops. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any trouble keeping track of your cash? No, I think I know where my cash goes. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, uh, I've been very aware. I mean, I've been basically keeping track of my cash since I went to college. You know, you're, you've got student loans. You know how much you have to pay every month. You've got different things going on. So coming up through the ranks, I've always been really aware of exactly how much cash I have, how much I want to save, what, I, what I've put put away and maybe an IRA or something, um, or even retirement savings started that pretty early in my career with my first job. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't tell you exactly my net worth this instant, but probably <laughs> I would know some ballpark. Well, the, uh, you could have a high net worth, but not necessarily have cash either. Which, <laughs> that's which, true. <laughs> which is what our uh, podcast is on today. So, yes. uh, and that's a that's a good uh, segue because uh, that's just the uh, that's just the point. Uh, you know, you know, business checking accounts are no different than personal ones. Uh, you know, businesses can easily outspend their cash quickly, just as we do individually sometimes. Not everybody. There's there are some wise people on this earth and that uh, take care of themselves and uh, live modest lives and stay within their means. And uh, but uh, you know, cash is one of those uh, things you just have to manage. And without it, you're probably just not going to go too far. Yep, absolutely. So I have a question for you, actually, because this is something that I know that you, you know, know something about. Um, So I don't really understand why business owners uh, who are really smart enough to own a business um, would struggle in this area or not understand why cash management would be an important thing for them to be aware of on a daily basis. Well, I I think a a lot of that's just that there's... uh people who haven't been taught uh, during the course of their life, uh, you know, how to manage, how to manage money. And then there's, you know, there's a tremendously amount of business, smart business owners and management people that know how to manufacture or distribute a, a product or, or manage people, but, uh, you know, fail miserably in uh, maintaining cash and, uh, and the, uh, and funding the required 
working capital that they need for their businesses. You know, uh, uh, I've traveled a lot and, when, and still do travel, and uh, I hear most business owners say, when I ask them, you know, how's business going, they'll say, hey, well, my business is doing really well. Sales are up. Things are great, you know, but I have no cash in the bank. And so then, you know, you know, this is Clouser. You know, my next follow-up question is obviously going to be, hey, do you prepare a cash budget or a, you know, cash forecast of some nature? And, uh, you know, suddenly the discussion changes to sports or, you know, to the weather or uh, or they walk away. I don't know. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah, the you know, yes, the you know, uh, the process of preparing a cash forecast takes time. And, uh, and I'm not saying it's easy. Uh, it can be painful to some. Uh, when you're not, um, you know, not knowing how to do it. and uh, But the benefits of knowing how much cash you'll have in the bank just totally outweighs the cost of doing a cash flow uh, budget. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense, I mean, to me. But, yeah, I can see how people would be perhaps a little bit, especially embarrassed if they don't know that, right? Because it's easy to say, yes, thumbs up, I'm doing awesome. And then, but it's sort of like, eh, when you ask them the tougher question, more difficult. So I guess maybe what are the downsides then of not having enough cash? Well, uh, yeah, the number one thing is is that, you know, you have to have uh, X amount of capital to operate a business and sustain your business, you know, working capital. Um, but, you know, the, the sad thing that I find, the number two thing I would think of is I've seen a lot of business owners miss opportunities because they didn't have the cash wherewithal to take care, you know, the, to be able to take advantage of an opportunity that was presented to them. So, you know, so two things there. One, hey, am I going to have enough to sustain myself and my company and my employees? And then second of all is, you know, if that opportunity comes along, hey, am I going to be able to, you know, to, you know, to participate in it? So what type of opportunity are we talking? Well, like? you might have, you know, you, know, you, you might have an opportunity um, maybe with a different business, uh, you know, another customer that requires, you know, cash. Maybe you can't borrow it or there might be a, uh, you know, even possibly uh, either within or outside the business, an opportunity to invest in something that, you know, could bring, you know, future benefits there. Got it. So expansion and all sorts of different things. You know, exactly. It could be a a wide variety of thing. I didn't want to, you know, be too specific and, but I don't want to be too general either. But the the fact of the matter is, is if you're not in a position that, you know, um, and it's because you To get out the wallet, it's because there's nothing there? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Got it. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Okay. So how you, earlier you talked about uh, forecasting your cash needs. So really how difficult is it to forecast kind of your cash needs? Well, I, it's not that difficult, uh, but I'm not saying that the initial effort isn't going to take some time and some thinking and some gathering of some critical defin- uh, some uh, you know, data. Uh, I've worked uh, in some turnaround management uh, areas in my career, and we used a cash flow um, uh, model where we could track, and we had our clients tracking cash uh, on a weekly basis. And if the uh, spreadsheet, template, the model, whatever you're using, is uh, designed correctly, and if it if the information, timely, good data is put into it then you can almost to to a degree 
you know, forecast for how much cash you're going to have in the bank on any, you know, any given day. But we had our clients uh, doing it weekly. Uh, and this, and it was, you know, it's a cash model. It's not a, uh, so if you're listening to this and you're uh, thinking of a, you know, cruel base accounting or, you know, you know, maybe straight line budgeting or something like that, it doesn't work, you know, it doesn't work that way. This is, we're talking about the dollar that comes in and every dollar that goes out and there's a place for it. And once an owner or management starts looking at this on a daily basis, weekly basis, then you start, you know, things start, you know, the, the picture gets painted on, hey, where, where's my cash going? And there's just a lot of uh, uh, benefit, uh, and I would say this to even for individuals, you know, to do this. You know, where, you know, keep a, if you can't do a spreadsheet, keep a journal of where you're spending your money, and you'll, then you'll find out that, you know, the, the lattes and, and the uh, pastries that go along with that are starting to eat your budget up pretty good. But, um, but you know, what what I would suggest, uh, and this is just uh, some general things, and you can feel free to contact me if you would like to have more information on this. I'll help anybody that's interested in helping themselves on this. But I recommend at least a 13-week, you know, a quarter of a year forecast. If you can't, you know, as a business owner or in management, if you can't forecast a year, then then don't do that start breaking it down if you do 13 weeks if you can't do 13 weeks then how about a month yeah let's do it yeah exactly let's do a month i mean if you can't do that then i'd say maybe go somewhere else but you know i don't know you know (laughs) you should be able to do at least a month but a um, you know the components uh you know within a forecast would be a good estimate or a forecast of uh, your sales by month you know don't beat yourself up it's an estimate and you know, uh, can be adjusted along the way. And then you're going to need to know your, um, you know, how, you know, how quickly or uh, slowly your customers are paying you because we'll put a factor in there on when you're going to collect, you know, collect those, uh, the cash against the sales that you've billed your customers. And, you know, you have your uh, cost of doing sales, uh, you know, the cost that goes into your product or services that you're doing. Now, what I've, you know, um, what I've found is, and um, let's say you're a, a manufacturer of a product, maybe you manufacture part of it here, but you uh, buy raw materials offshore, or whatever, and maybe your foreign uh, supplier requires you to pay up front on purchase orders or maybe half down on shipment and, and or you know you get the gist of what i'm saying is you need to take in you know we're working with cash here so you have to take in the timeliness of the cash coming in but also the you know the cash outlay you may you may outlay cash three months in advance before you see the product that you're purchasing and that that's all fed in in you know into the model so you have an idea what cash you need yeah no, that's really great. So how does, you know, again, I mean, so you just sort of talked about sort of how everyone determines all of this, and that's so you have to do, you know, what's all involved in that? Just you have to lay that out in the whole model? Well, yeah, you're going to have to. I mean, that's what I was saying earlier. There's going to be some initial work that's going to require some time, either of yourself or your someone on your staff or an employee. And, and they're going to have to go through each expense account uh, and figure out how much you know you're spending. So we so we when we build this cash 
forecast model initially it's just that you know we go in there and then as the client you know from my past experience as the client fed the actual data then you had something against what you were thinking and a lot of a lot of people get surprised that they don't understand you know get out of town yeah where those dollars are going <laughs> and so the other thing too you know you have uh, you probably have loans in your business you need to you know put that in the model uh you know your both your short and uh, long-term obligations and if you're a uh, a business owner or uh, taking draws or um, uh, distributions out of your, you know, out of your company, that all goes in, you know, into the mix as well. Great. So here's a question. Um, so you've got this model. So what's sort of, what's key in order for the model to work and really be effective? That's a good question. Uh, I think I'd go back to what I said just a few, you know, a few seconds ago is that uh, the key to a successful cash forecast is accurately entering when the cash is received and when the cash is uh, dispersed or spent. And, you know, and, and, you know, for those listening, remember, it's a process. You know, this is going to be perfect to start out with, but won't be perfect, uh, you know, totally ever. But the better information that goes into the model will give you the better, you know, better results to make decisions from. So you mean being honest with what you've got up front would actually be a better predictor moving well, forward? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm assuming that anybody who would do this would have to be, I mean, yeah. and I, but your point's well taken. You know, we like to fool ourselves sometimes. Well, I'm not, I'm not spending that, that much eating out. Well, yes, you are. No, you should put yeah. everything into yeah. the model, right, yeah. in order for it to be effective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, so it's a process. And my bet is that you'll find where your cash is leaking out of your company really quick once you start doing this. Or you will see where you need to improve things. Maybe you're uh, not collecting your receivables as quickly as you should. That's really, really impacting your, uh, you know, cash on hand and cash availabilities. And then the other, the other uh, thing I'd say, uh, Heidi, is don't give up. You know, don't give up perseverance is the number one thing you need to have in business because we've talked about on other podcasts how things change every day and you've got to be consistent with the business plan you have you got to come in every morning and work it but knowing that hey it's going to be adjusted and it's the same thing you know with uh you know cash forecasting models you know it gets tweaked things change maybe you maybe you had to buy something now you got another loan or something or maybe a you know, a customer went south on you and you're writing off a, in an account. Well, that's all That's all part of the mix. Yeah, absolutely. I remember we talked about um, business plans and how everything's a living model. Mm-hmm. So bus- this could potentially always be a living model. Every day-to-day, every cash-in, cash-out is part of the living model, right? Yeah. Well, I can, you know, and I uh, could give you examples and testimonies uh, from uh, people who have used uh, cash flow models and where it's just really shown them where they're uh, maybe not costing things right. Uh, maybe they're paying too much here or there or whatever. And, you know, once you get down, not to repeat myself, but once you get down to really analyzing and looking at it, you, so you build it, right? You maybe have to tweak it. But the important thing is you step away from it and look at it from a higher level and see if you can see patterns or inconsistencies or, um, you know, maybe something will come up that will just be a light bulb for you. And uh, but, but 
You As know, a data stuff. analyst, that excites me right there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is that in the nerd thing again? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. No offense. No offense intended there. But no, but uh, on, a, on a serious note, though, uh, this is a just a common problem that businesses are setting with hardly any cash at all, especially small businesses. And, um, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business, we'll get off track here in a little bit, but if you're thinking about starting a business, then this is a key component that you need to have in your strategic planning. As you know, you need to flesh this out and get good estimates on what things are going to cost you and, um, you know, how things are going to operate in your business. And, you know, second of all, in on that topic is if you're going to start a business and you're going to use your life savings or uh, you're, maybe you're retiring or coming off of a job and you think, okay, I'm going to go do this, my advice to you would be, is you you need to have don't live off of your working capital you if you start a business don't expect that business to be able to pay you a salary right away you need to have that banked somewhere that way it supports you why you you know a new business is like a new baby i mean it takes a lot of you know ten, you know tender care it's got to be fed it's got to be nourished it's expensive yeah and uh <laughs> so the owner of the company needs to take care of themselves and be in a place where uh, if you know maybe if the development takes longer in the business uh, you know start of the business that there's enough capital in your savings for you to live off of and uh, you know keep the business going but but uh, cash is king you know it's like uh, fuel in the tank and that's what keeps the business going and the more cash you have and the less you have to re- uh, rely on borrowing will just be more money in your pocket uh, when the day is over and so. for that of your employees yeah well thanks for letting me ask these questions this is really important i love this topic yeah well you're welcome and uh thanks for your input too hey well we're out of time for today hope this short discussion on cash flow has helped you uh contact me at clouseronbusiness.com for any questions or uh maybe uh, anything else i could uh, help you with and uh, might just be able to tell you one thing that will help you immensely who knows but anyway uh just remember you can catch us on itunes tune in podbean stitcher radio and as always on clouseronbusiness.com well all for now you've been listening to clouser on business <laughs>